this Thursday, December 28th, NBA Betting Picks edition of the NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. And we're also brought to you by SGPN's Ultimate New Year's Eve Party. Hop on Sports Gambling Podcast YouTube channel for a truly degen afternoon complete with drafts, pickums, prizes, live sweats, and more. The fun starts at 12.30 Pacific Standard Time, New Year's Eve. Welcome, everyone, to the NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Thursday, December the 28th, currently 11.02 on the East Coast. Here to get into our Thursday NBA betting picks, and we'll recap what we saw in the association last night. But joining me as usual, it's the Don of the NBA Gambling Podcast. It's the man himself, Ryan Rich, Fat Baby McKee. McKee, how's What's it going? What's up? What's up? Good to be here. The machine. I'm I'm good to be my machine Thursdays, you know, and uh, <laughs> we've been having Moon off on the Steffi Small show, too. And she's giving you the nickname Money's Moon off, which I like, too. Money's Moon off the machine. I mean, which which, which do you prefer? I mean, I gave you the machine a while ago because you were yeah. such a, a, a grinder. The machine started. God, this was uh, it's been what a couple of years now uh, that yeah. got done. That one kind of stuck around because, you know, I think a lot of people have started using that as well. But uh, I like Steffi's as well, man. She, she's a she's a creative mind. So uh, at least being yeah, on check, her out, show, check out Steffi's small show on uh, YouTube if you haven't yeah. yet. Uh, we, yeah. we have we have Moon off on every uh, every Friday to talk uh, NFL player props with Steffi. And it's been uh, really fun. Yeah, we've been we've been uh, doing pretty well with our player props for the NFL. So yeah, like yeah. McKee mentioned, uh, we're usually around what three thirty Eastern time in that range on Fridays. Yep. Uh, talking every NFL. every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, uh, three three o'clock Eastern time. Uh, Moon off comes around around three thirty on Fridays. So yeah, check it out. Yeah, and she's going to be joining me tomorrow on the NFL propcast. Uh, we're going to be doing a whole bunch of underdog entries um, for the weekend. And doing some giveaways, so she's going to come on and we'll put together some entries on Underdog Fantasy for the Giants and the Rams game. So, um, yeah, definitely uh, check socials, and we will uh, have a schedule up there. Steffi's going to be joining uh, for sure. But, McKee, hey, our two teams last night squared off in yeah. uh, my part of the world, and uh, we got absolutely carb stomped. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, you know what? It has not been a great season for the Suns overall. So I'll take these wins where you get them. I mean, uh, Woj came out before the Christmas Day games and said that Kevin Durant already reported uh, not happy in Phoenix. And uh, Phoenix is, quote unquote, monitoring the situation. Uh, but yeah, man, he looked great last night with his triple double and uh, career high 16 assists. I mean, uh, maybe, you know, Hopefully Phoenix is getting it together on, on my account, but uh, sorry we had to do it against your team. Oh, it's okay. We were on a on a back to back situation, and our as great as our defense was playing um, to start the season, they have really uh, regressed over the last I don't say at least the last two weeks. 
they've been just giving up points. But I thought this it was a I think it was I was on the Suns last night. I, I bet the Suns minus the three. I took their team total to go over as well. Um, and you mentioned it that Kevin Durant had the triple double, Kerr high 16 assists. Uh, it was the ultimate uh Eric Gordon revenge game as well. Um yeah. for the yeah, what did he have like seven uh three pointers or something like that? Yeah, I think I saw that six of nine. I didn't finish watching the game because they were down by like double digits, um, like entry the fourth yeah, quarter. And wasn't then a great exci- it wasn't an exciting game. Yeah, but uh, yeah, and also saw uh, Bradley uh, Beal maybe back on uh, Friday. Uh, was so it's Shumps reported this we'll, morning. We'll so. see for how long. Maybe yeah, it's been, see if we can get like string more than two games together here. <laughs> Yeah, we'll see if he can yes uh, play more than two games before he uh, hopefully doesn't get uh, injured for your sake. But uh, outside of our teams facing off last time, McKee, anything else that kind of stood out to you? I mean, the Cavaliers beat the Mavericks. I mean, it was a close game. That was a good game. I mean, that's I mean, Luca went off yet again. Um, we'll talk more about that because the uh, Mavericks are on a back to back, and how great Luca has been playing. But uh, yeah, I mean, something to just monitor that they were uh, the Mavs have been really good. Uh, I mean, just fucking kicked the sun's ass on Christmas day, even though the, the score might be a, look a little closer than what the game felt like. But um, mm. yeah, that was just something to monitor, I guess. Yeah. And I think nothing really surprised me last night. Like the Cavs came from behind, uh, like you mentioned against Dallas. I know we'll talk about Dallas here uh, today. They are in Minnesota on a back-to-back situation, but um, Philly bounced back very nicely without Joel Embiid. I know that they had lost to Miami, <clears throat> uh, on Christmas Day, uh, without Joel Embiid, they went into Orlando, uh, led by um, it was it Tobias Harris again last night for them. He had 22 points. Tyrese Maxey bounced back nicely. He had 23. Um, DeAnthony Milton had 22. So nice victory there for the uh, Philadelphia 76ers against the Orlando Magic. But other than that, McKee well, it looked pretty uh, pretty standard to me last night. Anything else you want to mention before we get into the games? Now, let's get into it. We've got an eight-game slate. Looking forward to talking about all these games. Yeah, let's get into the first one here. And uh, we got maybe not a lot to talk about here. But the Detroit Pistons, uh, they are in Boston to take on the Celtics. This number actually opened up in favor of the the Boston Celtics in a number of 18. And it seems like some money has come in on the... I saw it open up at 18 and a half. I mean, it's money's come in on the, uh, the Pistons, huh? Yeah. Uh, total sitting at 231 and a half. Uh, let me get to the injury report here for both of these teams because uh, yesterday I uh, did see some names obviously pop up for the Boston Celtics. But let me start with the road team here. The Detroit Pistons, they are going to be without Isaiah Stewart and Monte Morris. Uh, Killian Hayes is probable and Asur Thompson is probable as well. For the Boston Celtics, we have questionable tags on Jalen Brown, on Jason Tatum, and those are the two significant names that are on the injury report for the Celtics. So uh, keep that in mind for the Celtics if you are going to be betting them tonight. They are on a back to a front end of a back to back. They have obviously the Pistons tonight, and then they welcome the Toronto Raptors uh, to their building. So a home and home back to back for the Boston Celtics, but. McKee, can you make a case here for the Detroit Pistons uh, to at least cover this number? I mean, I really can't 
I mean, other than money coming in on the Pistons and pushing that number down, I kind of like the Celtics here uh, to cover. I've Detroit two and eight against the spread in their last 10 games and Boston six and one against the spread in their last seven games. Um, I mean, Boston's just been playing great and the Pistons have been the Pistons. I mean, I don't know where their win is going to come from when it finally does come. Um, it's just been, uh, it's been brutal to watch that team this year. I have, I barely put them on my league pass because I've just been so uh, lame. Uh, so I don't feel great about laying what 17 points, but I feel like the Celtics could just blow them out here. What am I, am I wrong? I mean, I, I couldn't make a case for the uh, Detroit Pistons. Like you mentioned, I, I again, this team has just been struggling uh, offensively and obviously defensively. They just have not been very good. I, I don't know how to even make a case for, for the Detroit Pistons. Um, the only possibility would be that, hey, maybe Jason Tatum <clears throat> or Jalen Brown sit here tonight, but I still think that the Pistons have enough to uh, sorry, the uh, Celtics have enough uh, to offset if one of those guys do sit here tonight with Drew Holiday, yeah. with Porzingis, with Horford, with Derek White. I mean, the list goes on and on for the Boston Celtics, but I know that the Terrell was team in the NBA right now. Yeah, hundred percent. I know Terrell would come on here and would be all over the Pistons, and it would be the he yeah. would say this would be the sole Boston Celtics if they lose here tonight to the Detroit Pistons, but um. I can only look at it at the Boston Celtics way here as well, uh, whether it's first quarter, yeah. first half. I'm not going to bet it, but I am yeah. definitely leaning. I, I don't I don't like to bet anything giving up 17 points, but uh, yeah. I will say that, uh, yeah, I'm leaning Celtics here. 100%. Uh, total sitting at 231.5 in this game here, McKee. Um, I will say this before you give your handicap. The Pistons are 10-5 yeah. and five, uh, to the over. Uh, in their road games thus far this season. But uh, what are you thinking about the total here? Yeah, the total's gone over in five of Boston's last seven games against Detroit. Uh, gone over uh, 10 of uh, Boston's last 12 games when playing at home against Detroit specifically. Uh, the overs, like you said, the overs been hitting in Detroit. This was four in last five. So I like the over here. I like the over a lot better than taking a side here. What are you thinking? I think so too. I think that even if, like we mentioned, if one of the two guys or both guys don't play here tonight, um, Pistons defense has just been absolutely putrid. Um, they have guys that can score the Pistons. You know, we talked about the Cades of the world and they got mm -hmm. Bogdanovich back. Those guys can fill up the, you know, the basket as well. They should have some advantages inside, uh, at least getting some baskets uh, with Jalen Duran. I know I'd say Stewart's not playing here tonight, but Marvin Bagley coming off of the bench. So, I think we do see uh, points in this game, so I do like the over. Maybe more so the, uh, the um, Celtics team total uh, to go over. I was going to say the team total for the Celtics. I definitely like looking at that. Yeah, 100%. So that's the way I would look at it. Um, player props in this game. Uh, yeah, Pat pointing out he likes Kate over six and a half assists. But, McKee, what are you looking at? If you like any player props. Yeah, that's funny that he uh, mentioned that because I actually like the other way on Cade. And uh, surprisingly, I have a lot of unders for player props today. Uh, Cade has been looking good, but uh, he has averaged only two assists against the Celtics in his career. Uh, mm. That's 4.5 fewer than the, the, the prop. Uh, he's been under this three of the last five games. 
and he's only uh, he's dished out uh, more than six and a half assists uh, 16 times this uh, season. So that's about half of his games uh, overall. But I think that the uh, I think the Celtics put the clamps on Cade because he's the only player that really is worth a damn on the uh, Pistons this season. So like him to uh, get under that six and a half assists tonight. Yeah, it's going to be matched up with Drew Holiday as well, right? Um, yeah, exactly. Another argument people make about Drew Holiday is that, yeah, he's, you know, a year older and maybe he doesn't have that same defensive intensity um, that he's, he's possessed. Great. Yeah, but he's, I think he's obviously still great. You know, he's a, obviously a championship caliber um, point guard. But you take a look at point guards this season against Drew Holiday. There's only been three point guards that have gone over this number of six and a half, and that's sorry, four point guards. That's been Titus Jones, Lamelo Ball, Chris Paul, and that was a game where Draymond was injured, um, and then uh, Tyrese Halliburton. I mean, Hallie is just getting assists over assists every single night. So um, I think, yeah, you're right that that you want to put the clamps down on Cade and then sell the Celtics defense, saying that hey. Somebody else come beat us if you can uh, in this game. I really don't have many player props in this game here, um, McKee, only because, again, there is that blowout factor that if you do back, mm. you know, the Celtics and they're up by 25 points with eight minutes left or six minutes left, that more than likely they're going to pull their starters in this game. But I think the only one I would look at would probably be Bogdanovich over 17 and a half points uh, for the Detroit Pistons. I mean, he's been one of the more consistent scores uh for this team ever since he has been there uh i like that and maybe maybe the celtics take a little bit of tonight off since uh they uh have a back-to-back yeah so um yeah maybe uh they take tonight off and let some of the players score that's why you know do like the over um overall but yeah like that bogdanovich take uh definitely yeah 100 percent. all right uh, before we get over to the next game on the schedule, uh, let me tell everyone about SGPN, the ultimate New Year's Eve party. It's going to be a live stream party this Sunday over at youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast. We'll have live pickums, live drafts, live sweats, and of course, prizes. Again, it's going to be this Sunday, New Year's Eve, 1230 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, the SGPN ultimate New Year's Eve party. So come join us. Um, sweat it out with us. We'll be giving away uh, some prizes and, and having some drawings as well. So it should be a good time. Again, this Sunday, New Year's Eve, 12.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And we're also brought to you by DraftKings. DraftKings has given new customers an exclusive offer just for NBA fans. So this week, new customers can bet just $5 and get 150 instantly in bonus bets. Plus, Score an NBA League Pass subscription on us for the rest of the season. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code SGP. New customers can get $150 instantly in bonus bets for betting $5 plus score an NBA League Pass on us. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code SGP. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. 
Please play responsibly on, be- on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. League pass re- reward issued as promo code to redeem subscription and must be claimed by January 15th, 2024. See DraftKings.com slash promos for eligibility, deposit restrictions, and terms. Responsible gaming resources. All right, Mickey, let's keep the ball rolling here. Let's go to the next game on the schedule. Mm-hmm. we got the Utah Jazz. They are in New Orleans to take on the Pelicans. Currently over on DraftKings Sportsbook, the Pelicans are sitting as an eight-point favorite with a total of 240 in this game. Uh, looking at the injury report, to start here with the road team, the Utah Jazz. Uh, the Jazz are going to have a really clean injury report. Everybody is a go in this game. For the New Orleans Pelicans, uh, Larry Nance Jr. is questionable. He has a right rib fracture, and Cody Zeller is available to play. But other than that, pretty healthy squads here for both the Jazz and the Pelicans. Um, Mikhail, let's start with the side here. Minus eight in favor of the home team, the Pelicans hosting the Utah Jazz. What are you thinking? Am I crazy to like the Jazz plus the points here? I mean, Utah's been playing better. They're 4-1 and one against the spread in their last five games, whereas New Orleans hasn't been covering as much. They're 2-4 and four against the spread in their last six games. Am I crazy to take the Jazz plus the points here? I don't think so. Um, my only, well, not my play, but my play, if you want to back the Pelicans in this game, do mm-hmm. it in the first half. Because this team... Uh, okay is the best uh, team against the spread at home uh, against the spread 12, three and one. But if you've been paying attention to the Pelicans over the past oh, a couple of weeks or even season long, if you saw the Grizzlies game, they are letting opponents come back in that second half and make it a game. We saw, uh, I think it was John Rant's first game back that they had a, a lead in that first half to the Pelicans. And then, John Morant had that game winner. They forced overtime to the Grizzlies again. They by trailing at the half. I think they were by double digits. Um, and then they, again, they came back to the Grizzlies and forced overtime and won that game again as well. So um, I think Pelicans early for me. I think the chat's agreeing with you as well. Bruce Green, he's on. He got the plus ten on the Jazz. Uh, Lewis yeah. is on the plus eight and a half here as well. If Laurie Markin's in as he is tonight here, McKee. Uh, I, I got to look at the Jazz here as well, but I'm going to take the Pelicans first half, um, and then uh, I like the Jazz full game with you. I like that angle. I like that angle. Uh, total 240. What do you think? Uh, total's gone over in uh, Utah's eight of last 12 games. Hits uh, over four, and uh, the over has hit 14 of New Orleans' last 18 games when playing at home versus Utah. Uh, that's a high total, but... Um, Again, am I crazy to like the over? I don't think so. Um, you know, it, it seems like like the 230, 235, 240 is like the norm now uh, mm-hmm. when it comes to, yeah. you know, these numbers that are being put up by the books. But uh, like you mentioned, for the Utah Jazz, um, three of their last four road games have gone over the total. And Pelicans are healthy, right? Zion's going to be playing. Biad's going to be playing mm-hmm. this game. Lori Markkinen for the Jazz. Um, so healthy squads, and I don't trust the Jazz to play much defense, especially on the road. So um, I don't hate the uh, over in this game. I think points are definitely going to be had. Uh, player props, what are you looking at? I got another under here. Jonas Valanciunas, uh, I'm going to go under 10.5 rebounds. Uh, you know, when I first looked at this number, I'm like, ooh, I like Valanciunas here. 
rebounding tonight. But then I remembered the Jazz aren't as bad as in team rebounding as you might think for a quote-unquote bad team. They're fourth in team rebounding and second in contested rebounds where Valanciunas gets a lot of his rebounds. Um, you know, he... In his career against the Jazz, he's right around this number, averaging 10.5 rebounds. But he's been, uh, he's collected, uh, he's right around 10 rebounds uh, for this season. And uh, he's hit this uh, right around like half of his games this overall season. So yeah. I kind of looking at Jonas to not get uh, 10.5, still a high number. Uh, I think that the, the Jazz can collect a lot of team rebounds on this game. So I'm looking to fade Jonas here. Jazz are the fourth best rebounding team in the association. Yeah. Um, and they are allowing the six least rebounds to the opposition. And, you know, I'm, I'm a huge Valanciunas fan, especially on his rebounding prop. But is there certain same, spots? Yeah, same. Yeah, there's certain spots where you want to, you know, bet on him uh, to get those rebounds. And also... It makes me nervous anytime I do back Valanciunas, especially with Zion um, playing in the game. That Zion's a, you know, not the best rebounder out there, but you know he can he he's averaging I believe I want to say close to six rebounds per game, uh, six point one rebounds per game uh, thus far this season. He had eleven in the game against the Memphis Grizzlies as well. So um, the opportunity for other players to take away those rebounds from Valanciunas is there as well. Brandon Ingram also another player. That can rebound the basketball very well. So um, I agree with you on this one. Um, Lori is always uh, in my Hall of Fame of player prop betters. Uh, he's yeah. just been so good <laughs> in his career. Um, ever since I think that, you know, came over to the Utah Jazz, right? Because he's been that primary scorer for this team on the season. He's averaging 24 points per game, eight rebounds as well. Um, and against the Pelicans, in the last uh, two out of the three last matchups, he scored 31 points and he's had double digit rebounds as well in two out of the three, last three matchups as well. So, if you want to look at Lori Markinen's uh, points and rebounds to go over in this game, uh, I like, I do like that angle. That's at 32 and a half. Um, I think that's a really good number for him. So, that was the one I was looking at in this game here. Uh, Mickey, anything else for this game? I like that one. No, I got anything else for this one. All right. Before we get over to the next game on the schedule, let me tell everyone about Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy gives you the opportunity to play alongside your favorite favorite fantasy players all season long, whether it's in the NFL, whether it's here in the NBA, whether it's uh, on the ice with NHL. College basketball is in full swing, and we're in bowl season for college football. Simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players' fantasy stats and cash in. Stay tuned at the end of the episode. Uh, McKee and I are going to put together a underdog fantasy entry for the games here tonight. So you can watch along. You can make your picks and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit of up to $100. Again, that's Underdog Fantasy using promo code SGPN. And I'd be remiss not to shout out a fan of the show, Mike. Uh, yesterday, I put out a tweet and asked who has not signed up with Underdog Fantasy using our promo code SGPN. And Mike raised his hand and I said, Mike, if you sign up with a new account for uh, Underdog Fantasy using our promo code, I will toss you a T-shirt of your choice from the app store. Uh, I'm sorry, from the uh, merch store. 
uh, of SGPN. And he signed up. He DM'd me. He's going to pick out a shirt. And we're going to get it out to him. So, hey, I'm going to put that challenge out again. So if you haven't already signed up for Underdog Fantasy and you're listening to this podcast right now, use that promo code SGPN. Send me a screenshot, whether it's at SGPN NBA on Twitter or on my Twitter at SportsNerd824, and I'll get you hooked up with a T-shirt from our merch store. Again, promo code SGPN. And you and know what? what? Yeah, I, if you, I was going to real jump in real quick. If you've yeah. already signed up, but maybe you haven't signed your wife up yet. Yes. That's somebody in the, somebody mentioned that in the chat on, uh, on our Slack sign up your wife, get another bonus. Yeah. And I signed up, uh, my wife, uh, uh sister yesterday. <laughs> oh, there you uh, go. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So yeah, get your family involved. Um, if you're in a state that doesn't have uh underdog fantasy, well, man, I know you guys have, uh, friends across the state line. So Yeah. No, I'm not saying bully them, but, you know, nudge them a little bit. Get them yeah, signed up. Them a little bit, just a little yeah, bit. yeah, just a little bit. You know, nothing over the top. We're also brought to you by uh, Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, a sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bet's revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. All right, McKee, let's keep it rolling here, my man. Next game on the schedule, we got the Indiana Pacers. They are in shot town to take on the Bulls here tonight with a spread in favor of the road team here. The Pacers are one-and-a-half-point favorite in this game with a total of 240-and-a-half. Looking at the injury report for this game, uh, let's start here with the Indiana Pacers. The Pacers are going to be without Bruce Brown in this game. He is dealing with a right bruise but than that everybody is a go for the chicago bulls we know zach levine uh, continues to be out uh nikola vucevic is going to be out for the next seven to ten days uh within a left abductor strain tory craig is also out for this game uh he has right plantar fasciitis sprain uh, so three guys there for the chicago bulls that are going to be out uh mckee let's start with the side here pacers minus one and a half uh in chicago here tonight what are you thinking about the spread yeah, it's interesting. This opened at uh, Pacers minus three and quickly went to Pacers minus one and a half. And I've even seen some books favoring the Bulls. Um, I think that's just a tale of how these two teams have been uh, trending over the last uh, couple of weeks. You know, the Bulls have looked a lot better, uh, uh, you know, weirdly enough, without Zach Levine. They seem like they're a happier team on the floor. Six and one against the spread in their last seven games, whereas Indiana is uh, two and six against the spread in their last eight games. Um, I feel like this is a really a coin flip game, and the spread uh, reflects that. But you wouldn't have thought that uh, a couple weeks ago, obviously, when the uh, Pacers were making their run to the finals in the in-season tournament. Mm-hmm. Um. We've talked about this a lot on the pod that without Zach Levine in this lineup for the Bulls, that the Bulls have looked like a completely different team, right? 
And I yeah. keep on saying this to that. The guys on the Bulls roster are playing with each other. They're playing for each other. And over the last four home games here for the Chicago Bulls, they're three and one straight up and three and one against the spread. Um, I'm not sure how much this is going to affect the Bulls being without um, Nikola Vucevic here. But mm-hmm. take a look at the Pacers on the road this season. They're playing 500 basketball. They're seven and seven straight up, seven and seven against the spread. Um, they did beat my Rockets the other night, uh, and they got their uh, first road win in, in the over the last five games, and also a road cover over the last five games as well. I'm gonna lean with the Chicago Bulls here. Um, yeah. I I like getting the points at home. Number one, um, I think the one thing that that gives me some confidence in this game is that Andre Drummond is going to get the start at that center position. And that definitely gives some rim protection to the Chicago bulls with guys like Tyrese Halliburton attacking the basket, Benedict Matherin attacking the basket as well. If he can stay out of foul trouble, I think he can have a monster game here, especially on the boards. And we'll talk about player props here in a minute, but I'm going to lean with the bulls here. Uh, Kobe white has been playing well as well. So I'll take the points here with the Chicago Bulls plus the one and a half. McKee total is sitting at 240 and a half in this game. It's a Pacers game. What are you thinking about the total? I mean, at the first part of this season, right, we, we just kind of blindly picked the over for all Pacers games, but uh, it hasn't been going that way lately. It, the total has gone under four of the last six uh, Pacers games. The total has also gone under four of the last five Chicago games. So uh, with this higher total, I'm looking at the under. Uh, I feel pretty good about it. How about you? Especially with Vucevic out. Yeah. Um, it makes me nervous taking an under in a Pacers game. Uh, yeah, but they I, haven't quite been the same team, have they? Yeah, ever since you're right. Ever since they came out of... Uh, the in-season tournament finals, their last three road games have all gone under the total. Um, the Rockets game, depending on what number you did get, because it opened at 238 and a half and they closed at 240 and a half. Um, that game ended up with 240. So you could have been on either side of that uh total uh in that game against the Rockets. Um I don't love it, but I'll lean towards the over here. Uh, I want to see the Pacers get back to being the Pacers before I start backing overs for them again. Uh, but like I mentioned, three straight unders uh, on the on the road thus far for the um, Indiana Pacers. And you take a look at them uh, over the Bulls at home. Not much there either, right? They've been also trending 500 on the total. Nine, nine overs, nine unders. Three straight unders at home as well for the um Chicago Bulls. So lean over, but again, I don't love it. Player props, McKee, what are you looking at? Yeah, as you mentioned uh, in your intro, Kobe White has been playing a lot better. I was looking at his point total initially, uh, 24 and a half. Uh, That seems too high for me. Hasn't done that in the past four games. And he's only uh, through 32 games this season, he's only exceeded that on four occasions. But I'm not going to fade that point total just because I hate to uh, fade a point total in a, in a Pacers game, obviously. Uh, so I'm going to take Kobe White over five and a half assists. He's been uh, he's been hotter. Uh, so I like uh, his over five and a half assists tonight. Kobe White has definitely been filling up the, the box score 
uh, for the uh, Chicago Bulls. And and you talked about the points, right? But he's also been contributing, rebounding the basketball and, and assisting the mm-hmm. basketball. He's had at least five assists in five straight games for the Chicago Bulls. Um, he's also had at least five rebounds in uh, five, uh, sorry, in four of the five games. Uh, has Kobe White. <laughs> okay, I'm going to put you on the spot here a little bit. So Andre Drummond is getting the start right. uh, for the Chicago Bulls at that center position. What do you think his rebounding prop is at? Oh, my gosh. I didn't look at this at all. Um, what is that? Is that eight and a half? Andre Drummond is at 16 and a half. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and oh, I really whiffed on that one. Um, so and the thing if you take of the last game where he did get the majority of the minutes for the um Chicago Bulls, he finished that game with 25 rebounds. He had 10 of his 25 rebounds were offensive rebounds, but he also finished with 24 points. So as much as I'm tempted to take his still take the over on him, I'm gonna take a uh I'm going to wait and watch in this game and see how he does because we know that the Pacers don't really have that true center, you know, presence. Mm-hmm. I know they have Miles Turner, but Turner's a guy that, you know, likes to hover around the three-point line and doesn't grab a lot of rebounds. But I think this could be another monster rebounding game for Andre Drummond. It is at 16 and a half. It's there for a reason. Uh, but I think that um I'm gonna. I'm scared by the number, but would I be surprised if he has another 20 rebound game here tonight? Absolutely not. Yeah. Anything else for this game, uh, Mickey? Uh, that's all I got. All right, let's keep it rolling like here. Let's game. I like that Drummond, though. That's interesting. Yeah. I'm definitely gonna keep my eye on that for sure. Um, next game, we got the Dallas Mavericks on a back to back here. They are traveling to Minnesota to take on the Timberwolves. Timberwolves sitting as a 10 point favorite in this game. With a total of 229. Looking at the injury report here for both of these teams, um, Dallas has not yet won submitted because they do get that extra time to submit their injury report because they played, uh, they're on the second night of a back to back. For the Minnesota Timberwolves, I am seeing uh, Jalen Clark is going to be out for this game. Um, and I do see Carl Anthony Towns is questionable for this game with left knee soreness. Uh, let me see if there was any news that came out about Luca not playing in this game. Uh, while you give your handicap here, uh, McKee, 10 points in favor of the Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah, I mean, this number opened at the uh, Timberwolves minus eight and a half. It's gone to minus 10 money coming in on the Timberwolves. Makes sense. Minnesota won the first game with these two ga- uh, two teams and uh, Dallas is on the back to back. Um, you know, they lost their seven and five against the spread after a loss, not like that impressive. Um, and, uh, Minnesota was, uh, routed by, uh, Oklahoma city on Tuesday. So they've got to be angry. Uh, they got to want to come back and, and, and win this game. Um, but with the way, uh, Luca has been playing, let's see if he plays or not, but I, I, I can't, I can't advise picking, uh, Minnesota to cover here so if luca plays i do like the timberwolves to win but not cover uh luca's just been looking great i mean 39 50 and 39 in his last three games he's third in the mvp odds behind Embiid and Jokic, but he's playing like a front runner if he plays yeah i think for for um, the Timberwolves here, and this was something I was looking at when they had played the 
um, the Thunder the other night is that their defense, as great as it's been, it doesn't travel. Um, so thus far this season, I'll put this into context for our, our listeners here. So at home this season, the Minnesota – so overall, I'll say this. The Minnesota Timberwolves have the best defensive rating in the entire association, uh, 108.1. That's number one overall. But if we break that break that down by location, so let's start with the whole, uh, with on the road for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Their defensive rating drops to uh, number 12 while they still have the best defensive rating at home this season, uh, which is at one, I think, I was, yeah, at 100 and 100.8. So um, they've been really good at home this season as well. Uh, I believe they're 12 and one straight up, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, 12 and one straight up at home this season, eight, four and one against the spread. I just don't trust the Mavericks to out anybody outside of Luca to contribute because like you mentioned Mickey that it's pretty been the Luca show and they really haven't been able to win games right we so we went we talked about it with Phoenix at the top of the show I mean Luca just kind of owns Phoenix or he's at least in their heads he they beat the San Antonio Spurs but who's not being the Spurs right now but last night as a prime example that he scored 39 points they still lost that game he scored 28 against the Clippers, lost that game by nine. He scored 38 against the Denver Nuggets. They lost that game by 26. So I think until they don't get Kyrie Irving back, I'm going to continue fading this um, Mavericks team at home. Sorry, on the road. I like this team, the Minnesota Timberwolves, at home. They're 12-1 straight up, 8-4-1 against the spread. So I think they bounce back here nicely. I'll lay the points here. I think this line is indicating yeah. that Luka doesn't play here tonight. I think 10 is a is a pretty big number i think that i don't i don't expect him to play here tonight uh so i'll take the timberwolves here minus the 10 total 229 here uh mckee what do you think um i don't have much on the total here i just i don't feel confident one way or the other i'm gonna stay away from this one yeah i'll probably look at the under in this game um minnesota is only yeah, allowing Luke is not playing that's that's a it's hard to handicap this game without knowing for sure yeah um minnesota at home is only allowing 101.1 points per game which is really impressive um and the under in um minnesota's home games this season is eight and five towards the under right around 61 and a half percent so um if luca does play here tonight obviously that does change the mind uh of on the total here but uh i'll lean towards the under in minnesota at home they're only averaging 113 points as well like i mentioned they're really clamping down on the defensive side of the basketball especially at home player props uh mickey anything that you liked in this game yeah well i had uh, written down a luca one so i don't know if it's gonna apply but um I think it's interesting if he does play, I like him to go under that 37 and a half points. He's averaged 25 points uh, in his all his career games against the Timberwolves. And as you mentioned, the Timberwolves don't allow many points at home. It's weird to fear to fade Luca with the hot streak he's been on. But, um, you know, if you don't want to go uh under his points, you maybe look at his assists, go maybe go over his assists because I think he'd be forced to pass a lot more tonight yeah. if he does play. I think this was something you and I talked about, I want to say a couple weeks ago, or yeah, a couple weeks ago that I'd mentioned that in 13 career games against the Timberwolves that he only had um, one 30-plus point game, but 
in that game, he went off for 39 points, obviously without Kyrie Irving. So his usage rate is always going to be through the roof, uh, especially without, you know, Kyrie on the floor. So um, couldn't talk you off. I love this assist angle, though, that if they're going to, if Luka does play here tonight, then maybe they double team him or, you know, make somebody else beat them, that the assist should rack up for uh, McDaniels. You know, as, as Luis Martinez said in the chat, uh, want to watch McDaniels play against Luka. And so McDaniels has been great out on the perimeter. So, yeah, definitely will be forcing him to pass a lot more. Yeah, 100 percent. All right. Uh, let's get over to the next game of the night. We got the Memphis Grizzlies. They are traveling to the Mile High City to take on the Denver Nuggets. Uh, currently, I am seeing a line of a home favorite here in the Denver Nuggets, minus seven and a half. Total sitting at 224 and a half in this game. Looking at the injury report, uh, let's start here with the Memphis Grizzlies. Um John Morant is questionable for this game. He is dealing with an illness. And then guys that are out, Brandon Clark, Luke Kennard, and Derek Rose. All of those are guys are going to be out. For the Denver Nuggets, um, only person that is on the injured per listed out is going to be Aaron Gordon. I'm not sure if you saw the news, uh, McKee, about what happened to Aaron Gordon on Christmas Day, but he got... I don't want to say attack, but it seems like got attacked by a, a, a dog and he had to get 21 yeah. stitches uh, across rough. his face and his hands. So, Oof. Uh, yeah, not sure how long he's going you to don't be see, out. You don't see dog dog attack on the injury report. <laughs> no, <very yeah>. <laughs> that would be funny. Uh, if they actually put that designation dog attack, but they have a uh, different class- uh, classification for you. But let's start with the side here, Mickey. Minus seven and a half in favor of the Denver Nuggets. Obviously, it'll be a difficult handicap not knowing the status of John Moran in this game. Yeah, really tough to uh, handicap this one without knowing the job because they're Memphis, totally different team with jaw, right? I mean, they are four and one against the spread in their last five games. That was starting off after starting off just with a brutal, brutal uh, loss record there. Um, yeah. So. Uh, but Denver has been really good against the spread recently, six and three against the spread in their last nine games. So kind of either way, uh, favoring the nuggets, especially if jaw doesn't play or if he's not at a hundred percent, uh, I'll go ahead and lay the points and take Denver at home. Yeah. Denver at home, 12 and two straight up seven, six and one against the spread. They are nine and five towards the under, uh, and the under has, I know we'll talk about the total here in a second, but uh, five straight unders uh, for the Denver Nuggets at home. Um, they haven't played since Christmas Day where they did get the victory against the Golden State Warriors, 120-114. to 114. Uh, If John Morant doesn't play in this game, I do like the Denver Nuggets, but with John Morant, uh, like you mentioned, over the last five games, um, they are 4-1, and one, but with John Morant, 4-0 straight up uh, are the um, Pelicans. I'm sorry, are the uh, Grizzlies with John Morant in the lineup. So that just kind of tells you how impactful of a player John Morant is uh, to this Memphis Grizzlies team. So if John doesn't play in this game, I do like the uh, Denver Nuggets. uh, But if John does play, this team doesn't quit, right? Especially in the second half. We talked about it with the Pelicans game that um, they came from behind being down double digits and, and forced overtime in the last game. And then um, in that first game back for jaw, they, um, you know, he got that game winning basket. So, um, Brian plays, I do like the Memphis Grizzlies here. If he doesn't, obviously I think Denver Nuggets does crush this team, uh, total sitting at two twenty four and a half. and a half McKee. Any thoughts on the total? 
Yeah, not a high total, but the uh, it's gone under in six of uh, Denver's last seven games, and the total has gone under in four of uh, Memphis's last six games. So under has been trending for both of these teams, especially if Jod doesn't play like the under here. Uh, under for Grizzlies uh, team total if he doesn't play. Uh, you know, heading to Denver. Um, yeah, looking at unders here, even though the uh, point total not very high. Yeah, uh, I'm on the under here as well. Again, like I mentioned, the Denver Nuggets at home have been really good defensively. Uh, I believe I said five straight unders at home so far for the Denver Nuggets um, thus far this season. Uh, player props, McKee, what are we looking at? Yeah, this is still hard one without Jog. I keep saying that, but I'm going to go ahead and go with the Desmond Bain points prop over 24 and a half. He's hit this the last three games. Uh, when Ja first came back, he uh, had a couple games not scoring as much, you know, kind of learning how to play with Ja again. Yeah. But now has seemed to found his rhythm. So either way, I'd like him to go over this point prop, whether Ja plays or not. Uh, he's averaged uh, 28 points in his past 10 games. Um, and he's hit this in uh, 17 he's gone over this in 17 games this season so uh, i like desmond bain here to go over uh even though um you know like the i like the unders on the the total but uh like desmond bain in this game overall how about you yeah i, I like your angle what you said that you know with john Morant back that he's starting to play off of the ball again right and you know getting yeah. up the three-point shots i mean just take a look in the last three games for desmond bain He's gotten up 12 three-point attempts and then 14 in each of the last two games. So that just kind of tells you, hey, Desmond Bain, go out and score the basketball for us. And Ja will, you know, handle the point guard duties now. And he's had 30-plus points in two of the last three games and uh, at least 25-plus uh, points in three straight games uh, for the Memphis Grizzlies. And again, if Ja doesn't play here tonight, now that scoring responsibility goes back to Desmond Bain like it was earlier in the season where Ja wasn't there uh, for this Memphis Grizzlies team. So um yeah i like that angle and he's gotten up 20 plus attempts as well over the last three games has desmond bain so i do like that angle um i think without aaron gordon in the lineup i think this might just turn into a michael porter jr um opportunity i guess is the word um mpj over the last couple games here he had a double-double in the last game against the Warriors, 19 points and 10 rebounds, um, 22 points against the Charlotte Hornets uh, in his career against the Memphis Grizzlies. He's only averaging 14 points and 7 rebounds, but um, I think that if you want to take a look at a rebounding prop here for um, Michael Porter Jr., I don't hate that angle. It's at 7.5 right now, um, but that was the one that I was looking at in this game. Anything else you like in this game here, McKee? No, I think I'm ready to move on. All right, let's get over to the next game of the night. We'll go to the West Coast. Let's go to the Bay Area, the Miami Heat. They are visiting the Golden State Warriors. Warriors currently sitting as a three-point favorite in this game uh, with a total of 228.5. Uh, looking at the injury report for the Miami Heat, uh, Jimmy Butler is officially listed as questionable for this game. Kyle Lowry is questionable as well, and Duncan Robinson is questionable as well. Guys that are doubtful, Caleb Martin, and Josh Richardson, both are dealing with um, a right ankle sprain and then a lower back uh, discomfort for Josh Richardson. For the Golden State Warriors, pretty clean injury report. We know Draymond is going to continue to be out with the suspension. And Gary Payton II is out with the right calf strain. Um, 
Warriors did play, or both these teams, I should say, played on Christmas Day. Um, the Warriors were in the Mile High City, like we talked about, fell short of winning that game, and Miami took care of business against Philly uh, at home without Joel Embiid. But now these two teams match up in San Francisco here. Uh, McKee, minus three in favor of the Warriors here. What are you thinking? I mean, both of these teams have been a lot better against the spread recently. Miami, seven and three against the spread in their last 10 games against uh, Golden State overall. Uh, Golden State, five and one against the spread in their last six games. Um, even without Draymond, as you mentioned, and uh, Gary Payton, kind of leaning towards Golden State here, uh, minus the points. Not a big spread. And I think at home, they can take care of business here. I don't love it, but that's the way I'm leaning right now. What are you thinking? Yeah, this Warriors team, I think ever since that Steve Kerr did decide to make the um, the lineup change with putting Jonathan Kaminga and um, I'm blanking on the guy's name, uh, Pods, into the starting lineup, this team yeah. has looked completely different, right? And I think that it was about time that he started playing the younger guys in this lineup as well. And, and I mentioned this as well as that Clay Thompson is also looking like you know, the Clay Thompson, I don't want to say of old of the before the injuries, but he's been a contributor for this team. I know he didn't have a great game against the Denver Nuggets where he was only three of 12 from the floor, but um, they, they need to give that support to Steph Curry because he can't, he can't just, you know, every single night carry this team to victories. And it's, it's nice to see that some of the other guys have been stepping up for this Warriors team. Um, and I know at home this season they have struggled ice against the spread, have the Golden State Warriors where they're only six and nine against the spread, but they are nine and six straight up. Um, but they have covered four straight games and won four straight um covers or they have covered four straight games and won the game also straight up at home in their last four games. So I think Miami without um Jimmy Butler, if he doesn't play here tonight, they have been struggling. Uh they have been good on the road. To play, actually. What happened? I'm sorry. I think he's not supposed to play. Yeah, he's officially questionable here. So I'll lead with the Warriors here. Like I like the again, like I mentioned, I like the 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 lineup change that Steve Kerr has made, giving the young guys an opportunity. That then those guys have seized the opportunity here as well. So I like them in a bounce back spot here. Uh, I'll take the Warriors minus the three here on the spread. Total is sitting at, let's see here, 228 and a half. McGee, any thoughts on that? Yeah, the total's gone over in Miami's uh, five of six last games. It's uh, gone over 12 of uh, 18 in uh, Golden State's last. Gone, <laughs> let's say that again. Gone over in 12 of Golden State's last 18 games. Um, I like the over here, uh, even without if. Jimmy Butler doesn't play. I think this uh, could just be a scoring fest. How about you? Yeah, since the 2018 season, when these two teams have matched up, the over is actually eight and two, eighty percent towards the over. I know the last game they played last season back on November first um, ended with 225 points, but I mean, um, it just seems historically that these two teams, when they do match up, that the um, over has been cashing more times than not. So. Um, you know, when we talk about this Miami team, it, it's that we think that they are that defensive team and it kind of hasn't been the case this season for this team. Um, they are this season number 13, where they've usually under Eric Spolstra, especially in the Jimmy Butler era, have been a top 10 defensive rated team. 
They're a little bit below that this season, but um, I think I'm with you. I, I do like the over in this game here. I think it's a little bit conservative at 228 and a half. Uh, anything else for this game? Uh, yeah, I was looking at the BAM. Uh, oh, player props, I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, initially came into this thinking, oh, maybe I'll take the uh, BAM over rebounding prop is sitting at nine and a half right now without Jimmy Butler and without, you know, Warriors get the the stigma of not being a, a great rebounding team because of, they don't have like necessarily a, a, you know, a big that pulls down a lot. I'm wrong. Warriors are second in team rebounding this season. Um, and uh, Bam in his uh, career collects uh, seven rebounds per game against the Warriors, which, obviously two and a half fewer than his current prop total. So I'm actually going to fade Bam tonight and go under nine and a half. Don't love fading Bam on rebounding props, but uh, let's numbers say otherwise. Yeah, I, I think that, again, everything has kind of shifted for this team ever since, you know, the Warriors have made those uh, lineup changes, right? I know Jonathan Kaminga has been really good um for this team when he is in the starting lineup he's been rebounding the basketball pretty well as well he's had at least uh, at least over the last five games he's averaging 5.2 rebounds we know Kamal Looney's um resume speaks for itself as far as rebounding goes so um yeah I, I can definitely get behind that for sure um other than that I pretty much didn't have anything I mean if you want like a Steph Curry over points I, I, I again that's always uh, um I'm not going to talk to you off of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't love a lot of player props in this game. Uh, anything else for this game, McKee? That's all I got. All right. Two games left on the schedule here. Let's go to the Northwest. We'll got the San Antonio Spurs. They are visiting the Portland Trailblazers. Blazers sitting as a four and a half point favorite in this game with a total of 236. Uh, looking at the injury report here for the Spurs. Uh, Devontae Graham is uh, out with a illness, and that is pretty much it. Everybody else is either on a G League assignment or a two-way player. So Victor Wimbanyama is going to play here tonight for the San Antonio Spurs. For the Portland Trailblazers, uh, DeAndre Ayton is out. Um, Shaden Sharp is out as well, and a questionable tag on Chris Murray in this game. So Ayton and Shaden Sharp out, Chris Murray questionable. For this game, Makila, start with the side here, minus four and a half in favor of the Portland Trailblazers hosting the San Antonio Spurs. Yeah, I mean, an ugly game, right? Not yeah. going to Portland Bowl. Fun, but I just can't back San Antonio at all uh, against the spread. I mean, they're one in four against the spread in their last five games. And, um, I, you know, I would say that the Trailblazers have been, even without, uh, eight, even with eight and out, they've looked better overall. They've covered three in their last five games, they even beat Phoenix, which I know Phoenix not as impressive as we would have thought. Still a good win. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and uh, back the Blazers at home minus the points. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not going to be betting this game. And then uh, if you are going to be betting this game, Maybe you should call the 1-800-GAMBLER number. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, like McKee, like you mentioned, this Spurs team on the road this season, 2-12 and 12 straight up, 5-9 and nine against the spread. Uh, the Blazers at home this season haven't been much better. Um, 
trying to pull up their ATS numbers. Four and ten straight up, five and nine against the spread at home. Um, I think if you do like the Spurs in this game, look at them early because they've been one of the better first quarter teams this season and first half teams. Um, but I think for me, see for full game, I guess I'll take the points with the Spurs. Not, I mean, I'm not going to have any money on this game just because we talk about every single game on our uh, podcast here. We're talking about this game here as well, but uh, I really didn't have a feel for this game. This was one of the games that I did cross off of my list uh, when I did see it on the schedule. Uh, do you have any thoughts on the total in this game? I mean, the total's gone over in six of Portland's last nine games. So it's gone over in uh, six of seven uh, games of uh, San Antonio's. Uh, San Antonio, don't play any defense. Portland doesn't play a lot of defense. Go ahead and take the over here. Yeah. Um, player props, what are you looking at? Uh, Devin Vassell, uh, under 20 and a half points. He's averaging uh, eight fewer points against the Trailblazers in his career than that prop total. Uh, he scored uh, three fewer points in the past 10 contests uh, than his prop total. And he's only hit this um, in nine games this season of the 24 games he's played. So I'm going to go ahead and fade uh, Vessel's uh, 20 and a half point total. Yeah, especially with um, looking like that Victor's going to play in this game. Um, you know, he obviously gets... A lot of the shot attempts as well. Kellen Johnson, another guy that's to get up his shots as well. Um, you know, Devin Vassell has been a guy that I think I, we talked about it with Valanciunas, right? He's a guy that you probably want to pick in spots um, to back his points prop. Um, and it's like he has one good game, and then he 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 has a really bad game the next night. So against Utah, he had twenty two points, five of ten from three point land. Um, and then he just kind of follows it up with a bad, bad game. He just hasn't been very consistent. And then on the road this season, Devin Vassell is only averaging uh, 15.8 points per game. So the number may be a little inflated, like you mentioned here, for uh, his points prop here tonight. Um, I guess once Wimby's rebounds do um, show up on the books here, I'll probably look at that. I don't see it right now, but... Um, you finally turned the corner after the beginning of the season on his rebounding prop. Um, and he was just just walking into like 12 plus rebounds per game. Um, I know he hasn't done it over the last two games that he has played. We had only seven against the um, Jazz and then five against the Bulls, but he only played 22 and 24 minutes in those games. So, um, but I think the magic number for Wimby is that if he plays 30 plus minutes, that he's getting those rebounds. So, Against the Pelicans, 31 minutes, he had 13 rebounds against the Lakers in back-to-back games. He played 31 and 33 minutes, had uh, 15 and 12, uh, 15 and 13 rebounds. So um, I will look at his points prop, uh, sorry, his rebounding prop here tonight um, for Wimby. Anything else for this game, McKee? That's all I got. All right, last game on the schedule here. We got the Charlotte Hornets. They are uh, in Hollywood to take on the Lakers in this game. Lakers sitting as a 12 and a half point favorite in this game with a total of 227. Looking at the injury report for both of these teams for the Charlotte Hornets, we know LaMelo Ball continues to be out with a right ankle sprain. Gordon Hayward is going to be out for this game. Frank Nilakina is out for this game as well. Mark Williams is doubtful for this game, and Brandon Miller is questionable for this game. For the Lakers, Anthony Davis, LeBron James, and Cam Reddish are all questionable. Rui Yashimura is available, and Jared Vanderbilt is probable for this game. So the only questionable tags for the Lakers, AD, LeBron, and Cam Reddish. But 
we know that AD and LeBron are always on the injury report and mm-hmm. more times than not do end up playing here. Um, McKee, 12 and a half in favor of the Lakers here at home. What are you thinking? Yeah, I'm going to stay away from betting this one for sure with that 12 and a half and, you know, not knowing for sure if AD and LeBron will play, but we think they will. But, uh, you know, uh, Charlotte one and eight against the spread in their last nine games against the Lakers. But the Lakers are two and six against the spread in their last eight games. Uh, they just have, none of these teams have been playing real well against the spread. Uh, you know, Charlotte oh and eight in the straight up in their last eight games. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and stay away from this, but I'll go ahead and, you know, if AD and LeBron play, if I have to take a lean, I'm, I'll take uh, the Lakers minus the points just because Charlotte has been so bad. Yeah, the Hornets on the road this season are three and ten straight up, eight, uh, five and eight against the spread. Uh, they're allowing one hundred and twenty-two point five points per game on the road. Um, not much of a travel spot for the uh, Charlotte Hornets, just because they did play the Clippers um, back on on Tuesday. Um, they did get, I believe, they yeah, they did cover that game. Um, I think it was a last minute basket by Terry Rozier in that game that gave him the cover. But I think my more favorite, I'm going to say we're from the side here just because I feel like the Hornets could probably backdoor this thing. Um, mm-hmm. But I think the Lakers team total over is what I would look at here in this game because the Clippers, I'm sorry, the uh, Hornets have been one of the worst uh, road defenses this uh, season. Um, so, if you take a look at their defensive rating, the Charlotte Hornets are the second worst defensive rated team in the association, only trailing the Indiana Pacers. Um, and now you're going up against LeBron James, Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis should feast in this game uh, against that lack of front court for the Charlotte Hornets. So I do think that they'll have success on offense for all the LA Lakers. So I would look at the team total to go over. But do you have any thoughts on team totals or the total in this game? Yeah, I... Um... Let's see what do I got for it. I mean, the total's gone under in six of Charlotte's last seven games, but it's gone over in LA's uh, seven of the last eight games. Uh, so yeah, I'm with you. I I, I like the over here. Um, don't feel real strongly about it. I was looking at Anthony Davis's numbers uh, against the Hornets, um, and he has just absolutely dominated this team. Um, the two games uh, in a Lakers uniform, and again, these are numbers from back from 2019 and 2021 so he hasn't played the uh hornets over the last two or last season i should say but anthony davis um rebounding wise over the last four head-to-head meetings 14 rebounds 19 rebounds 14 rebounds and 12 and then he scored uh at least 29 points in four straight games and at least 30 points in three of the last four games so if you want to look at a um points and rebounds combination to go over for anthony davis here tonight uh that's at 30 uh sorry 42 and a half uh i think that he has a big night here for the um for the la lakers um whether it's scoring wise or rebounding the basketball rebounding's at 13 and a half i don't hate that either for anthony davis uh anything else for this game here mckee yeah i'm looking at uh terry rogier's uh assist prop uh it's sitting at seven and a half right now um you know you might think oh rosier without lamello he'll have more assists but he hasn't hit this in the past five games um i'm gonna 
go with the under. The Lakers top 10 in defensive efficiency and Rozier in his career uh, has averaged 4.3 assists against the Lakers. Um, and he's only dished out uh, seven and a half assists on five occasions in his 18 games this uh, this season. So I'm going to go ahead and fade Rozier's uh, assist prop uh, under seven and a half. Yeah, I mean, he has to take on that scoring responsibility tonight, right? We, mm-hmm. we The guys that we talked about that are out um, for this Hornets team, and he's done pretty well against the Lakers, at least head-to-head. He's had at least 20 points in five straight games, um, 20, 29, 20, 23, and 27. Um, his points probably right now is at 24 and a half. I think that he definitely does show up in this game, scoring the basketball after having a brutal shooting night against the Clippers on Tuesday night, he played 39 minutes in that game, was only 8 of 23 from the floor, 1 of 8 from three-point land, finished the game with 18 points. But I think he does bounce back here tonight uh, for the uh, Hornets, at least offensively, um, and getting his points here. So over 24.5 points, I don't hate that uh, for Terry Rozier. Uh, yeah, McKean- you know, Terry focuses on uh, scoring first, so that's why I like to fade his assist prop. Yeah, 100%. Um, anything else for this game? That's all I got. All right. That was the last game on the schedule here. Let's get into our lock and dog here for tonight. And then we'll put together our underdog fantasy entry. Uh, McKee, you want to lead us off? Sure. My lock tonight is going to be uh, Cade under uh, six and a half. Cade Cunningham under six and a half assists prop uh explained why at the top of the show but he's only averaged two assists against the celtics in his career so like the celtics tonight to take care of Cade in that and my dog i'm gonna go with fuck it i'm gonna go with the jazz to beat the pelicans outright Uh, yeah that's gonna be my dog for tonight all right all right so for my lock um I'm just going to take the Pelicans in the first half, minus the four and a half. Like I mentioned, they've been the best team um, against the spread in the first half at home, 12-3 and one straight up. And we talked about it that they're letting teams back in the game in the second half. And you like the Jazz outright. Um, And I think it's kind of correlated where we kind of handicapped the game that early on, they're a very good team and they led teams back in the second Mm -hmm. half. We talked about it with the the Grizzlies twice. Um, So I'm going to try to get my, put in my ticket, uh, get out with my money. And then hopefully uh, the jazz are on top uh, at least in the final score here um, for your dog pick here. So at least for my lock, I'm going to take the Pelicans first half minus the four and a half for my dog. Um, Let's see here. Not a lot of dogs that I did like outright in this game. Yeah, um, I, was, I was having trouble with that too. Yeah, bulls are too much of a puppy dog for me. Um, I, if John Moran was playing, I would have considered the Memphis Grizzlies outright. Yeah. Um, but again, with him being uh, questionable here tonight, I just couldn't get to it. Um, I think that the so I did uh, a note did come across for the Boston Celtics that no Jalen Brown tonight, but Jason Tatum is going to be playing in this game. So okay. I am going to just alt the Boston Celtics up to minus 28 and a half at plus 270. Um, 
I was having a conversation with a couple friends when the Pistons played the Bucks. Um, I think this was last Saturday that either the Pistons were going to win outright or the Bucks were going to win by 30 plus points. Like there was going to be no in between. And I think this yeah. this is the game also <laughs> that kind of fits that mold that Pistons probably win outright or the Boston Celtics just blow them out of the water. So um i'm gonna alt if you want to just alt this up after like 20 plus points and get yourself some plus points prop um uh, on that alt spread for the boston celtics i do think they just come out and take care of business against this detroit pistons team i don't think uh, a team wants to be that team that that the detroit pistons beat to uh, lo- uh break that losing streak here but i yeah. think the boston just has too many weapons and they're such a deep team that they'll come out and take care of business against the detroit pistons so uh, all the um Boston Celtics up. Uh, Bruce Green as- asking if we do like the Tatum points. Um, I think the only thing that scares me is that if he does turn to a blowout, that he doesn't play maybe for a majority of the point, uh, fourth quarter, and that yeah. then that's where you know props really go to die, uh, in blowouts. So, um, agree uh, there, yeah, yeah. So, I, I would probably stay off uh, of it. Um, Oh, so yeah, Pat, uh, Tatum is going to play here tonight. I did see that note uh, come across, uh, but Jalen Brown is not playing here tonight. Uh, Jason Tatum did participate in shoot around. All right, McKee, last order of business before we get out of here. Underdog Fantasy, uh, let's put together our entry. Again, like I mentioned, um, underdogfantasy.com. If you don't have an account already, make sure uh, to get an account. Uh, Use that promo code SGPN. First deposit bonus of up to $100. And if you screenshot me, uh, that you're using our promo code and sign up with an account. Uh, we'll get you hooked up with uh, some NBA gambling podcast um, merch, whether it's a shirt, sweatshirt, uh, whatever you like from the NBA gambling podcast. Yeah. Uh, all right, McKee. Sign up your wife. Yeah, <laughs> sign up your family members, of whoever it is, if you already have an account. So, yeah, uh, yeah definitely help us out. All right. Where do we want to start? I really like – well, I mean – what do you go uh, lower on Cade Cunningham's assists? That was my lock. Any thoughts yeah, on that? Yeah, so we'll start with that. Let's go with Cade. Uh, lower six and a half assists here for tonight. Um, I did like uh, Lori here tonight. Um, okay, yeah. Against the Pelicans. So I'll go points and rebounds higher, 32 and a half. Uh, what else do you like? Hmm. I mean, maybe I liked the uh, fading Rosier's assists. Also like, um, also like Kobe White over five and a half ass- or higher five and a half assists. Either one of those I'm leaning towards. But do you have any other props you feel strongly about? I, I think I like the Terry Rosier lower, and it's this uh, underdog has it at seven assists. Okay. So I, yeah, yeah. I think I like that. Let's do that. All right. So All right. we'll go Cade Cunningham, lower six and a half assists. We'll go Lori Markinen, points and rebounds, higher 32 and a half. And then we'll go Terry Rozier, lower seven assists. Uh, and that $100 entry, if we go three for three, we'll get you a nice return of $600. Again, nerdogfantasy.com. Uh, use our promo code SGPN. And tomorrow, Friday, we're doing a special propcast for the NBA and NFL. So uh, we'll be doing all of underdog entries tomorrow on the NBA and the NFL propcast. So join us. Um, we'll be giving away some free merch. If you haven't already signed up 
uh, with promo code SGPN. Really helps us grow the network, uh, and we couldn't do it without your guys' support. Uh, McKee, anything else we want to mention, my friend, before we get out of here? That's it. Just let it ride, baby. There we go. Uh, make sure you follow McKee on Twitter at the Ryan McKee. You can follow me on Twitter. Uh, excuse me, at SportsNerd824. More importantly, make sure to subscribe to the NBA Gambling Podcast YouTube channel uh, and also uh, follow us on Twitter at SGPNNBA. Uh, we back tomorrow at the usual time with uh, Terrell and Scott for the Friday schedule. Uh, till then, good luck with your picks here tonight. Let's break these books off and let it ride. Ba -ba 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 basketball, give me, give me, give me. Because I'm gonna dunk it! Yeah. Ba -ba 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 basketball, give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm gonna